This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What's happening, guys? Welcome back to the Born Offside podcast. We've uh, changed things up a little bit here because we've gotten rid of Olan Tech. We haven't gotten rid of Olan. He's gone to the UFC. Just today. All the way in Perth. He's coming back tonight. Yeah, he went to fight Volkanovski. He went to fight Volkanovski. Not yeah. sure how that turned yeah. out, uh, but we'll catch up with him <laughs> next week. But we've got a fantastic replacement. I'm kind of happy that he's away because we've got Paddy Yazbek on the couch. Paddy, thanks guys. for joining us. Thanks for having me. Thanks, thanks having me. for coming. No, my pleasure. It's good timing as well because Sydney is apparently, I've been reading Sydney Sky Blue at the moment, right? That was a massive I think derby the win. The results would uh, suggest that it is. Yeah, a yeah. lot, lot of gr- grumpy people out west. But that, <laughs> we're going to talk a bit about the derby, but also the news that you're moving overseas as well. So yep. it's great. Great to chat to you this week. It's your last week in Sydney. Yeah, last week. I uh, fly out Sunday morning so or midday. You still got one wow. more game? Yeah, I still got the Brisbane Royal game and That's then awesome. the flight is 3 p.m. on Sunday. So. Wait, are you all packed yeah. up, ready nah, to go? Nah, no. Nah, are nah. you a last minute packer? Uh, yeah, like honestly, it still hasn't even sunk in. Like yeah. it doesn't feel real. So I'm sort of just going through the motions at the moment. Yeah. And I've got like a little list of things I need to do. So yeah. Is I'll anyone just... flying over with you? No, nah, I'm going on my own for okay. starters because... um. The team's actually going to be in Marbella in Spain. Oh, beautiful. Doing like a pre-season oh, sort of thing. I want to join. Yeah. yeah, so I got to go to Abu Dhabi, then Madrid, and then Marbella. So a couple of flights, and then I'm there for like a week and a half, two weeks. Right. And then both my parents are going to follow me over for... Awesome. For a couple of weeks yeah. when I when I get to Norway. Good then, Lebanese parents making sure yeah, you're safe. Yeah, exactly. Love right. it. They can't not come. <laughs> you know, they have to. And then yeah, and then after a couple of weeks when I'm settled in, they'll come back to Sydney. Come right. back to reality. Well, you, you're a proper Sydney FC product. I mean, you've been in the academy for six years as well. But you would have played. I know you've played with the Oli Roos. You would have travelled a little bit. Have you lived away from home? Yeah, like um, actually, cool story. So last year when um when i first came into the a-league setup i I live in southwest sydney so my um area became one of those hot spots yeah and um i get a call one day from our manager sweeps and he goes yeah you need to you need to move because you're in a hot spot and you know they're being very strict the pfa with the rules whatever if as of 11 p.m tonight if you're in your area you're not allowed to leave it's like shit so i'm just calling people where do i go where do i go where do i go so i ended up going to um my auntie's house who lives in strathfield okay and I stayed there for like a week and a half. And then bang, Strathfield gets locked down. No. So I'm like, oh, what do I do? What do I do? So I kept looking around, looking around. And I found just like a random place in North Ride, which was like five minutes around the corner from our training. Yeah. yeah. So then I moved in there on my own. And okay. lived there during uh, COVID lockdown for about three, four months. Right. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That's so that's practice. that's like a little taste. Yeah, and yeah. it's I guess it's going to be similar conditions because I couldn't leave the hotel after training. You know, I had permission to go to work and that's mm. it. Right. So when I'd come back, you know, I'd maybe go to Coles, get some food and yeah. cook some, some dinner that night. But right. you know, it was, yeah, I wow. feel like I've had a taste for that. And, um, especially this last year, going to Vietnam for a month, being in lockdown with the ACL yeah, and then going to Uzbekistan with the Oli Roos for like that's six fine. weeks, you so know, you're ready. You're I feel ready like I'm ready. And like, to be really honest, after the Oli Roos campaign, you know, I was on my way home and I just felt like, I'm not ready to go home. Yeah. You know? So I think I'm well prepared. Like, yeah, in the moment, I'm going to miss everyone. But once I get there, I think I should be sweet. Massive. Oh, For those so who don't exciting. really know or haven't read the news, he's on his way to Viking. Viking FK. You know what FK stands for, Kat? 
football club. Yeah, well done. Yeah. You know, I didn't know that outside. I was, like, <laughs> oh, wow. I felt really stupid. The fact yeah. I was like, what does FK? Why does every team have FK football club? Makes sense. So club in Norwegian starts with a K. Seems like it, right? Yeah, it seems so. that way. <laughs> On his way to Viking, you're joining a few Aussies over there as well. Have you been chatting with them? Yeah, yeah, I've been in touch with um daggers especially. Yeah. Um, obviously he. He moved over not too long ago, so mm. just like trying to get a bit of information. But he's kind of on the same boat in a sense where, you know, the season hasn't started yet. Yeah. So they're doing their preseason camps in and around Europe, and mm. he hasn't really found, hasn't even found a place to settle in yet. So right. Are you living with him or any nah, other boys? So he's got his partner there. So oh, I'm, okay. I'm, and you know what? To be honest, I kind of want to move in on my own. I feel like yeah. I work better in in my own space and right. I'll be able to focus more. Right. On my own. Yeah. So he's taking his partner over there. Be careful. Be, you, gotta be, you know you gotta be careful about that. What? I was worried for Patty. Yeah. Scandinavian girls. Oh yeah, you gotta be careful, Scandinavian girls. You know that. I know you know that. No, I do know that. Scandinavian <laughs> girls not good news, Patty. Nah, I'm, no, I'm not right going now. there for the girls. No, you're I'm not just, going there for girls. I'm just going there, there to work hard and, and and get out 100%, of there. Hundred percent. But you once you're bagging yeah. goals for Viking, the Scandinavian concept. girls are going to circle. You don't want you don't want none nah. of that. They're bad news. They're pre- Sh- producer Shabs knows exactly. What producer Shabs, we're having this conversation the other day about your mate. I'm going to out him on the show. Your mate's <laughs> fallen in love with a Swedish girl, wasn't it? And he's considering moving over there. Bad news. A mate of mine, good player actually. When I'm, I'm, I know I'm sidetracking here. <laughs> mate of mine, good player actually played in the A League. Yeah. Fun fact. Not going to say his name though. He went and played a bit of college in the states after playing in the A League, and he fell in love with a Danish girl. And he moved his whole life to Copenhagen. Doesn't play anymore. I'm not saying it's going to happen to Paddy. Paddy's going to go there and he's going to smash it. But I'm just saying, be aware. Wow. Of course. Okay. Be aware. No distractions. But you're smart. Football. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> Football's all you need. Football will take you That's many it. places. Exactly as Ronaldo right. said in that ad, remember? Yeah. Okay? You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> all right. Um, but we wanted to see how prepared you are for Norway. Like, how much do you have you done? Like a lot of research on the country. I haven't. Okay. My family has. I feel like they're more. <laughs> they're all over. You know, yeah, they've got a lot more information than what I do. But yeah, it's cold. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty, pretty sure <laughs> it's cold. Yeah. I think I've done a little bit. Like it's between five and you know negative five degrees at the moment and it's pretty cold yeah and then the sun rises at like 9 a.m and sets at 4 p.m so there's a nice little window of opportunity there. yeah yeah so um damn honestly i'm like kind of off the cuff kind of guy so i feel like i just yeah roll with it and just figure it out when i get there it's probably better than playing in an aussie summer but surely you'd rather it be freezing cold day than like 30 degrees yeah so that'll be all right football wise that'll be good yeah um i'm gonna test a little bit of your knowledge here what's the capital city of norway Oslo. Yeah, yeah, all right. One nice. point there. Well, you nice. know that one, Kat? Yeah. I did know that. Okay. My geography is I actually only good. found that out like a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, next one this is important because your salary is going to come this way. What's the currency of Nock? Nock. Yeah, N-O-K. Is that you say it? Yeah, Nock. Okay. I think. Right. That's yeah, no, I, was... I think yeah, that's that's how it's spelled. I, I, I it? only knew the N-K. N-K, yeah. Well, all right, so you'll switch. It's... Well, it says N-O-K from what I've seen. Okay. That could right. be. Okay. okay yeah. uh, in 2021, mm. The, they released the happiest countries in the world list. Australia and Norway both featured. Yeah. Who was higher? Norway. You think Norway? Okay. I feel like... Look, I in? know these Scandinavian countries have a great like quality, quality of, of life. life. Yeah. yeah, it's unbelievable over yeah. there. But I'm going to back the Aussies and say Australia was yeah. higher. Kat, you get the point there. Norway, oh, sixth yeah. happiest country in the world. Australia, 11th. Yeah. I don't think there's much in it. Probably just yeah. a bit of sunshine, right? Yeah. 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 Well, I, I mean, clearly the sun doesn't matter over there. Yeah. Because they're, they're so set up like in terms of like welfare and mm, medical. Yeah. It's a good like place the, to live Like there, you said, okay. the quality of life is just really, really good. Yeah. Well, that's where my next one comes because they actually say that, did you know that in Norway, did you know that in Norway, there's a public record oh. of everyone in Norway and how much they earn? 
You know, as so in you can look it it's up. It's public domain. So if anyone wants to find out how much Paddy Esbeck's contract <laughs> is at Viking, you actually just Google it. Apparently, yeah, I, I don't even know. Honestly, if you look at the the, the currency, I couldn't even tell you. So if someone finds out, please let me know. I hope they're looking <laughs> wow. after you. Um, Kat, this one's for you. Who's top of the Norwegian league as it stands? Oh yeah, no clue. Hey, Viking. <laughs> season hasn't started yet, Kat. Hasn't started. You got to be listening. We were just saying. <laughs> you pre-seasons just say that you're in pre-season Marbella. training. See, yeah. she doesn't listen. Just we're, we're, right. we're working right. on Kat's My listening bad. skills Sorry. here. Um, <laughs> how many Norwegian titles have Viking won? <sighs> Testing me here. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't look. I'm from what I know, Viking are, are a club that has a sort of um, a mentality that they like to buy and sell players, and they're more. Okay. Focused on production, right? As as well as focused on the league, but right. you know, so I wouldn't say it would be many because there are clubs like Rosenberg who have Rosenberg sort of just, just dominated. Yeah, where Gers was for a few years as well. Uh, yeah, is it in like the single digits? Take a wild stab. It's in the single digits. Yeah, uh, three. It's actually eight, oh, but okay, they haven't right. won one since 1991. Yeah, there you go. Oh, hopefully, that's a ch- that'll change. So this we year. love it. three Aussies there. Now, three so. Aussies there. Yeah. That's the Guys best way there. to win it. Exactly. Yeah. That's the best way to win the title. On on that fact, right? We've seen three Aussies go there. I'm sure a lot of our listeners of the pod, we get a lot of. They love when we talk about Aussies that are playing overseas, mm. and I guess why. Johnny Stensness, Daggers is there. You're there now. Firstly, why would an Aussie player want to move over there? Is it because we know the A League? Is improved out of sight, right? We know the standards great, yeah. but moving to that—is that your gateway into Europe? Is that with the thoughts on playing national team football? Like, what, what is the yeah. biggest difference? Do you think? So, these are the things like as a player, you need to you know discuss with your agent or your yeah. your team, yeah. whoever's you know guiding you in in a sense where like where you want to take your career. And I mm. feel like for me as a player, obviously every player has their own pathway. Yeah, and um, the A League's great, like you said. You know the quality's improved, the standards yeah. of players is. Mm. Is, is is great you know i've spoken to robbie mack joe lolly and yeah. even they agree they said you know they're actually um pretty surprised by the standard it's, yeah. it's m- better than what they expected 100 but i feel like you know there are th- a few things missing in the a-league at the moment mm. um i think one is the amount of games we play in a year yeah mm. um it's only like what 20 something yeah which isn't enough like you want to be exposed to as many games as possible yeah and over there in norway i'm pl- you know, playing close to 50 games a season. Because cups and everything. Cups and, you know, yeah. all these games. There's about 40-something there's about games in the, in the season alone. Yeah, like, or maybe close to the 40s. Wow. So that's one thing. And then, sorry, Kat. No, then, no, I was just um, going to say, it's good. It just means more game time yeah, for you Yeah, exactly. As well. And then um, also, it's it's just, it's a lot closer to the action. Yeah. You know, it's very hard for, for scouts to look at the A-League and exactly, trust yeah. it until they come here and see things. Yeah. So in, in a country like Norway, which... Which at the moment, in the last you know decade, I, I'd say, has um has a lot of players yeah. getting so a lot of revenue coming into the league and yeah. getting players getting sold to you know top five, top ten leagues in Europe. That's it's right, it's, yeah. it's just the eyes there just is just huge. So mm. and yeah. also you know it's it's a young league yeah. and they want to they want to develop players. So yeah, know, that's that's my sort of perspective on it. Do you reckon players like Haaland and Odegaard they they actually lift the profile of the league as well? Hundred percent. Yeah, they would right. That's brilliant. Mm. Like you, you can argue that Haaland and 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 Erdegaard weren't hundred percent um, in terms of their development in Norway. Yeah, but that's where it started. But that's where it started. Yeah, yeah exactly you know, right. That's, uh, that's epic, man. That's brilliant. Uh, we had a few questions in here for you as well. More talking about a bit, a bit about the change room in Sydney FC. But we got to, before we talk about that, we got to also mention you spoke about how good the A League's become, how much it's improved. We saw that when Celtic even came to town, mm. and we saw how they went against Sydney FC. It was a great game, I must yeah. say as well. I was down at that game. It was fantastic to watch. 
A man who scored that day scored again on the weekend, Maxi Burgess. Fantastic left foot. Yeah. That was a big win. I know you, you got one week left in Sydney. Did that make that derby extra special for you? Yeah, 100%. Like, I've, actually, you know, I had a chat with Burjo after the game and he yeah. said, yeah, that's one for the one for the locker. Like, yeah. you know, one for the memories, yeah. you know, like last derby for, yeah. for now maybe. Yeah. And, um, you know, to get a win at their home ground yeah. it's just yeah it's just huge you just live for those games yeah i yeah. saw you on the mic yeah yeah i hopped the on the mic the I, actually you know burjo was supposed to do it and he goes i'll oh, give it to you guys give it to you <laughs> yeah. and i was like you know what because last time we beat them at jubilee mm. i did it with adam pavlicic because it was mm. his um a-league debut right but he was holding the mic yeah and i was like you know what i'll just do it yeah. why not yeah. yeah it was really fun really good one it's special isn't it those moments i yeah. think it's a derby where you tend to see the fans really bring that passion and yeah. it was such a good example of that. And it was great to see you doing that because I was so aware that like that journey for you is coming to an end with Sydney FC, yeah. at least for now. And it's such a nice way of heading overseas, feeling so positive, I guess, about that experience yeah. as well. Yeah, like I've, I feel like I've lived through the, the peak of the A-League, you know, yeah. that was my childhood, yeah. the 2012 to 2015 sort yeah. of era yeah. Shinji Ono Wanderers That's Del Piero right. yeah. Sydney FC you know I'd been to all those derbies so to yeah. be involved in that and for it to feel very similar to what it once was yeah. and it's getting you know back on track it's Brilliant. just it's unbelievable yeah so it's yeah. awesome man yeah, it's a good send off as well I think yeah that's so cool Cat, question for you. We saw our old mates, Rudin and Coroco going out on the sideline. Yeah. What do you think of that? It's your former teammates, like... Yeah, it's a bit of a biff, isn't it? Is that a bit much or... No, that's no? just... You love to see the it? the tension of the derby. Yeah, it's good. You reckon and they're chatting still next week? Or is that just like, that's friendship gone? No, no, no. That's not friendship gone. That's you like you, you've done. I'm sure you've done this with your mates when you're playing football or there's any kind of competitive environment. You kind of go at it, but you're still oh, yeah. mates. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't think it's I don't think it's that serious. Right. Yeah. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. But we wanted to talk a bit about, because you're, you're in this purple patch of your career. We wanted to talk about, because we're copping a lot of stick. We've been laughing about it on the show. Yeah. Just the old mean tweets. So we've been doing a bit of mean tweets. Me, Kat, Olan's got plenty as well. Just those idiots that live on Twitter. Yeah. No one knows what they do. They live in a hole somewhere and they just love tweeting <laughs> shit about. And it always gets me thinking about you guys as footballers because mm. you're in the spotlight all the time. Especially after a derby, like we saw the amount of shit talk. Even Brandon Barella on the pitch was talking a bit of shit about you boys. I mm. know, oh, right? Like I mean, you just yeah. lost one nil. It's a bit rich. Yeah. Um, how much do you read into that stuff? Do you guys as players, do you, do you jump on Twitter and read what people are saying? Yeah, like, I don't know. I think one one thing is, is I think it's a generational thing. Right. Like I can't see Wilkes going online and yeah. having yeah. a look at mean tweets. You know, yeah. he's past that. Yeah. But I feel like especially now, you know, I've grown up with my phone. Yeah. All the other young players have. So, you, you know, you can't avoid it. But, you know, if I have a good game, sometimes I'll just go have a look. Just give the ego yeah. a bit of a People boost. Yeah. Saying Why not? Because, like, you know, you see a good tweet about yourself. I don't know. It comes down to individuals. Yeah. Like, yeah. you see a good tweet about yourself. You think, you know what? This is good. Like, this is what I want to strive. This is what I see. What I yeah. see. And then, you know, it just builds confidence, builds confidence. Yeah. Well, one thing that builds confidence, obviously, a good performance is the main thing. Exactly. But just these little things that... that you like hearing the yeah, support. Yeah, you like hearing the support. Mm. And then, you know, you see that and you build on it. And then once you're confident, like, there's... There's no going back. You know? Yeah. Just Pat, we 
I'm on Dub Zone, the A League Women show, and we had we created the, the Big Blue Best Eleven, and it didn't have many Sydney FC players on it. I didn't create it, but it was it was for the women's team. From this season. Yeah, this was a yeah. few weeks ago. Okay, yeah. They'd created this Best Eleven squad, and then Ante Juric had seen it, and he was just pissed off that so many of his girls didn't make the was squad what, list. Princess was left out. Was that Princess the big one? was left out? Right. Um, and he brought it up in the change rooms before the game and said, girls, you know, like, let's, let's show them We're you know, we're hearing about these best 11. You're not on it. You're not on it. Whatever. Yeah. Like, let's make something out of it. A beanie goes and scores a hat trick that yeah, day. Sick. And then they were creating versions of the best 11 that was just princess of all over. But yeah. do you sometimes take that negativity and, and you can be motivated, motivated by it as well? Yeah. Like any form of negativity is obviously not good, Yeah, mm. but you know, you can't afford to just sit there and dwell on it and just exactly. be like a little little girl about it. You yeah, just got to yeah, like take yeah. it and just just. I, I like to use it as motivation and just right. honestly just right. prove everyone wrong. But yeah, yeah like what Auntie Richard I think is a great thing. You know, yeah, using that to motivate the girls who you know are a very good squad and yeah. you know I think we, even without that capable of beating any team in the league. But yeah. you know you you find whatever you can get. Yeah, you to, take to, yeah. like you said you take that negative, turn it into something. It's an yeah. opportunity to prove someone 100%. wrong. Well, if you're going to be a pro athlete, you got to be able to deal with it. I actually when I had a sit down with Graham Arnold going into the final World Cup qualifiers, I had an interview with him. We spoke about a lot of things. Then off camera, we kept talking, and he spoke a little bit in the interview, but mainly afterwards, he spoke to me about social media and how he hates it. Mm. Like Arnie's anti. Did you play under Arnie when he was taking Oli Roos? No, no, we would have been just before. Yeah. He he was talking about how much he hates it, and he spoke to me about multiple players. One player very much a Socceroos player that's no longer in the Socceroos. I'm not going to name who it was, but he said social media was that player's downfall. And he's like, because I'd get into the dressing wow. room and he's already on it looking at stuff. And I'm like, you know, he tried to get all these players off it. So I think it, there's a fine line. Like, yeah. But again, like you're saying, Patty, you've come through a generation where you're used to it. I think yeah. you, you've grown with it. The phone's yeah. in your hand. So it was probably that middle gen, mm. which because this player was a little bit older. It's probably yeah. that middle gen which copped it the worst. Um, but we did throw out a few questions. We wanted our fans. Our fans are good. They're great people. Uh, <laughs> we wanted them to ask you a couple of questions and a few came through. Henry Bear asked you, who's the most annoying in the change room? Oh. <laughs> Who's just that annoying? I mean, I'm sure you love all your nah, teammates. There's no annoying person in the change room. Everyone, everyone's good. I feel like if you have an annoying person in the change room, it's yeah. not a good change room. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. You know, so everyone gets along really Everyone well. gets along very well. I can I, honestly, to that Sydney FC change room, yeah. can't, can't say anything. Brilliant change room. That's good. Uh, if you, oh, how about, okay, I'll change the question. If you're, you got to hit the town tonight, <laughs> you can only take two other Sydney FC boys with two you. Two boys. That are going to just run amok and have a great time. Who are the two you're taking? <laughs> Two's not enough, honestly. Because you know what? I, ch I chat a lot. I'm mates with Joe Lolly, yeah, and he up hypes it. up that he's a great time on a night out. Joe is a good time on a night out. I think Joe's up there. Okay, I'm gonna name three. Okay, Joe. Yeah, James Donerkey. I've heard stories about he's Donerkey. Very good. I've heard very, he's a, yeah, very good value on a right. night out. Right, and maybe Woody. Woody. Yeah. Woody. yeah? yeah. Woody pre pre the blonde hair. I don't know. I don't know about the blonde any hair. Any Woody, blonde it hair, mullet, <laughs> bold matter. Woody. Yeah, you can get any any Woody. He's yeah, good. yeah, he's good value. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, also, do you also see Ryan Grant down at uh public bar? I don't know if public bar is still a thing in Bondi. He's always bumping to Ryan Grant down there. He's, yeah, he he's, loves the He's a vibe. Fish. He's yeah. a vibe. Great guy. Um, Mark Banny's asked you a good proportion of artificial pitches in Norway. Yeah. Will that change anything for you? Are you looking forward to that? Oh. that's a bit different. I, mean, I personally yeah, hate that's a great question. Yeah, what do great you question. Synthetic is disgusting to play on yeah if you're not used to it yeah um obviously playing on grass for the last two seasons it is going to be like a change for me but, but in the youth team you're playing uh, on yeah synthetic? i played on synthetic in my yeah. career and yeah. you know I'm, I'm young my body is pretty healthy so yeah. i think 
I'll be able to be able to cope. I I don't think any, some of the older boys would be able to do it. Yeah. It's, it's very very taxing on yeah. your body. People don't mm. understand. They don't how firm it is. Yeah. yeah, even like in the heat as well. You know what people don't understand? And I, I always have this conversation with people. It's like, yes, it's flat. I know that the synthetic <laughs> is flat, but it does not compare to a flat grass pitch. It doesn't. The ball does it not move the same. It looks good. It looks. It like doesn't flat, feel good. But that natural bounce you know every what? time you pass funny, the ball. Funny, this question actually came up yesterday before the derby. All right. I don't know, yesterday, the day before, before yeah. the derby. Because we, we meet at Macquarie yeah. for like, all the boys. We, then we do video and bus. Anyways, I was sitting outside on the balcony with Robert Mack, yeah. Max Burgess, and Adrian Segacic, my younger boys. And we were right. just talking about like me going over and something. Mm. And we're talking about synthetic. And then Robbie Mack comes in and he, he goes, I could never play on synthetic, man. My body would... I just die with yeah. his Slovakian accent. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then I was like, oh, Robbie, you ever played synthetic before? He goes, oh, yeah, we played synthetic like two years ago in the Champions League against... Young boys or something. Right. He goes, it's the best synthetic pitch I've ever played in my life. Right. He said, but yeah, it was so quick. Yeah. He reckons the ball just flies around yeah. on those synthetic pitches. It's a different experience. We've seen it a yeah. bit in the Scottish leagues as well. So you're yeah. in you're in for a challenge there. But as you said, you've done it before. Um, this is a question in from producer Shabs. Apparently, he's throwing his own questions into the pod. What number are you taking at Viking? Do you know yet? Yeah, fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah. Right. Did you ask for that? Oh, they gave me a couple of options. I chose fourteen. Is that Tyrion Reed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is right. No, would that no, be I just, your I the number fourteen? Yeah. I've had it when would I was that be younger. the number that you would choose if you could pick any number? No. What would be the number? If you're the superstar and you're walking in and you're like <laughs> you're Ronaldo levels, which is like just changing people's Probably numbers. Probably thirty-two. Yeah. Hi. Yeah, that's my first ever number. Okay. Yeah, they made me change. Sydney made me change it this year. They made you change yeah, it's it. It's like logistical reasons. They're gonna pay it's more. Thirty-two custom numbers. Eh? Nah, yeah, no, no. Budget cuts down in Sydney. Yeah, it's like logistical reasons. You know, it's thirty-two is a pretty high number, and I was obviously playing regularly so they yeah. said you know if we want you to change your number i was fine with it you know yeah so yeah. you went half yeah well 16 was there was only a couple um, yeah. options i didn't that's, want to choose it's good anything. math from you yeah showing showing your quality yeah some yes. surprises today speaking of math do you you're a uni student as well you were at unsw for a little bit yeah i was yeah raises aside at all yeah i'd rather nah. kick a ball i think mate. football was my uh my calling yeah. Yeah. yeah it got me thinking because you at unsw i went to unsw as well cat spent a little bit of time at unsw uni games Y'all would have been oh, picking yeah. you up. I would have been picking you up for uni. Were you, were you studying while uni games was a thing or not? Oh, uh, look, I was pretty distant from the whole um, just like uni experience. From the uni experience. From the uni experience. Yeah, I was just go home, you said laptop, you go to training. Straight yeah. into COVID as well. Yeah, and I went straight into school. COVID as well. So I missed out on all that. Right. You know, we, we can't take that for granted because we are a little older than, than old Speak Patty. for yourself, Kat. Oi. Me, me, me Oi. and Patty are the youngsters here on the couch. <laughs> oh, Speak for yourself. Um, You're closer to my age than me. I am. Unfortunately, I am. But speaking of, because you know Corey Brown? Yeah. Spent many years yeah. in the A-League, right? I didn't know that Corey Brown had a bit of a reputation, a bit of a party boy. But when we were at uni games, he, he was in an A-League contract and somehow got an exemption no way. to come to uni games. So I think he was either at Melbourne City or at Brisbane Royal. I can't right. remember. He was at one of the two and got an exemption to come up to uni games. And he was just there I playing. I don't believe like, that. He was There's there. no chance. Yeah, man. I don't know how that happened, but he was there. And uni games, anyone Someone knows, just signed it, you know. Anyone that knows about uni games, there's not much sport being played. It's more what you do on a night out. But anyway, good on him. He's managed to swindle someone there. Uh, some other <laughs> A-League news as well. The Mariners almost couldn't get up to Brisbane for their game due to the storm. They ended up getting up. They're getting the win anyway. Uh, Melbourne City, massive win. You were talking about your mate, left back for Melbourne City. Jordy Boss. Yeah. Jordy Boss got a golazo as player. well. Doesn't love his football, does he? No, he's not a fan. It's amazing. Yeah. But you are a big football fan. I'm a massive football fan, yeah. 
What about like, like I look at Sydney FC like players like Rhino, like Ryan Grant. He seems like he's not that fussed about. Well, he's a football um, fan. Yeah, he's, he's a football fan. Yeah, okay. I wouldn't say he doesn't care. But you get these mix, yeah. right? People yeah. that just see it as like they, they do their job, they go home, they switch off and do other things, and there's mm. people that are football obsessed. Yeah. Um, but what a great goal for him! It doesn't matter if he's not a football fan if he's scoring goals like that. It really no doesn't matter, does it? No, not at all. Matt Leckie as well with a bicycle kick in that game. Tony Popovich done it. I don't know how Melbourne Victory are still surviving at the moment. Yeah. Um, but we had a question well, question here from Christian Fabiano. Is that a cousin of yours? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know we had other Fabianos in Australia. I don't know if he's in Australia. but uh, Crazy how we all thought Western Sydney Wanderers were in a title race. We all know how shit they are. Christian sounds like he's a wow, Sydney Christian. FC fan. <laughs> Christian sounds like he's a Sydney FC fan. Last thing I want to say on the A-League before we mm. move on. Firstly, to you, Kat. Yeah. I want to talk about that. There was a lot of hostility mm. after the game from Mark Rudin, from Brandon mm. Borello. It came out quite publicly and just said, we were better than them. doesn't matter that we lost. We outplayed them. Red card. There was a slap on Paolo Retre there. Talking about... Fatty <laughs> laughing at that. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about this morning. That's why. But there, there, was, there was like... First, first question is, if you lose a game of football, should you just sh- shut your mouth and walk off? Like, is there, is there any time when you can say, we played better? Or if you lost, bro, like the scoreline is all that matters. It's sport. Right. You've got to believe in your own shit before anyone else does. Right. So talk, you, you think credit talk to Talk as it. much smack as you want. Okay. I don't really care about that right. stuff. I mean, we were talking about the UFC before. Yeah. How much smack do they talk it's in true. that? It's Volks true. comes off afterwards. He's like, I was robbed. Should have won that. Yeah. I yeah, think yeah. part of it is having the conversation and saying what you want to say. And right. like, you know, you've got to believe in it. Yeah. You've got to believe in your team. Yeah. And sometimes that means saying things that might not be true. Right. What What about what about Paolo? How do you feel about getting slapped? Is it? It's a red card. Yeah, it was a straight yeah, red card. 100%. So, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. There was his alternate angle that they said the referee walked off and missed the other angle, but uh, well, I saw a slap from where There's I was. A slap. I it saw a slap. slap. I did, did he see. feel a slap? Yeah. That's okay. Why it went down. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. He felt a slap. He would have wound it up as well. The drip for sure. Paolo Retro <laughs> no, wound no, it up. It a was bit. a slap. He knocked him hard and he went down. Yeah, that's I rate it. it. I rate it, bro. That's that's part of it. That's part of the game. Congratulations. It's a big win. And that's one derby each as well, which is, is going to set up a great yeah, end to the season. Sure. Um, they're, I think they're only separated by a point now or two points as well. So it's great. Yeah. Uh, let's take a trip to the rest of the world now. We'll go over to, you talk about refereeing decisions. Let's go to the Premier League. Mm. First one, Chelsea. The save. You saw this one. Chelsea against West Ham. I've got Eden Hazard next to me back before he packed <laughs> on the kilos. Um, did you see that handball? <laughs> no, nah, I didn't in see the Chelsea it. Game? I still haven't watched the highlights. There was morning. an incredible moment in the game. Conor Gallagher, 89th minute, shoots, and I believe it was Thomas Sushek, goes down to ground and literally saves it with his hand, Cat. Mm. I, I believe the logic here was that he was trying to put his hand down. Right, keep... so it was it was unintentional. It was a shot on target. His hand was away from his body. The penalty didn't get given. There's apparently going to be an emergency meeting held between Premier League referees to try and fix up some of the VAR laws because there was also an offside missed in the Arsenal yeah, game right. which cost them against Brentford. What's got to change here, Kat? What, what is it? Is it? Is it just they need to be a bit more lenient? They need to actually... like How do you even change this? I think... Go back... We've said this before. If there's any discrepancy, yeah. you've got to like... Call it for what it is. Well, this like, is what happened, you right? You can't. You can't disagree you can't black and white football. Exactly. Okay. No, but you should then go for the kind of like go for the handball card. Go for the offside. Like right. take the the thing that's going to make less of an impact on the game. Right. So don't ruin a game of football. Don't don't ruin it. Interesting. So you in that in the, judging I by that logic, you would agree with the referee that didn't ruin a game of football by taking away a goal or something like that. Mm, I. This is where it gets see, this so is where complicated. It gets, see, before a referee could make a decision on the ground, now that it's yeah. so black and white, you got VAR in Norway. I have no idea. That's I don't a, think so. <laughs> I don't think so, right? I think 
Because you, you need a lot of money to fund VAR. I know in our league, yeah, it's almost like six figures per game. Per, per game. game, yeah. Fuck that, man. Put that money somewhere that it should go. Jeez. I and hate they it. still do such a shit yeah. job. I know. That's why in like FFA. FFA Cup, yeah. you don't, yeah. Have don't have VAR. Do you feel as a player when you're playing, especially oh, wow. coming from youth, which you didn't have VAR, or you're playing yeah. in the Cup, you got to adjust your game when you're playing with VAR? Like, were you ever the player that when the ref's not looking, I'll give you a jab in the kidney? Were you ever that player? Nah, I'm not that dirty. No? No, no. But, but <laughs> the jab yeah, in the like, kidney. You speak from experience. I feel like you can have a bit more hope in decisions because sometimes you think, oh, we're just going to get stitched up all day here. Right. Yeah. With VAR, you can think, okay, there's room to sort of have yeah. a bit of hope and think they've made a bad call. You ever tell the ref to check it? Yeah, like 100%. Just, we, yeah. Check, we look at the screen, bro. Look, it's a red card or whatever. <laughs> and like they go, nah, not then. looking at it, mate. Keep playing. Go yeah, away. Yeah. yeah. But nah, there's a bit of both. Sometimes you think we could get stitched up yeah. real bad. Yeah. And sometimes we can think we can get, like the goal against for Wanderers. Yes, so exactly. Offside first. Right. Handball. Yeah. Definitely not a goal. They are. Helpless. Helps you out. I don't know. I don't yeah. think I have an answer for you. Court. It's tough. It's, well, it's too... not going anywhere. Let no. me tell you that. VAR My won't go anywhere. brain's trying to no, figure it not. out and I can't. Yeah, I just think it's the refs that have to, I guess, use it better. But it's definitely here to stay. We've got to yeah. get used to it. Sticking in the Premier League, Man City. Now, yeah. they've closed the gap a little bit on Arsenal after their win at the Monday morning. But there's all this talk now a little bit about the financials. Now, they've got one of the best lawyers in the world. £5,000 an hour. The guy earns. Right. An hour? £5,000 an hour. If they pay this guy all week, he earns the same as Kevin De Bruyne. <laughs> right, right. He earns eighty thousand pounds a That's day. That's a bit of perspective for you. Yeah, if if they if they if he works all day the all week. The question is, which one's being overpaid? It's well, exactly right. Yeah. Exactly right. I would. I'd, I'd probably try <laughs> to take the lawyer at this point. Um, they need it, but it's made a lot of people say, "Look, what is the difference between this and a European Super League?" So the European Super League's back now. Fiorentino Perez has been talking about it. Firstly, you're an Arsenal fan. Yep. Do you believe, I mean, I don't know if you want to stay impartial here, but do you believe City deserve to, A, lose titles, or B, get some sort of punishment for this? I think with the City, first, you're like innocent until proven guilty. You can't really, you know, sanction them at all until there's a verdict and a decision made. But I think, obviously, a bit of bias, being an Arsenal supporter, a good outcome would be... Similar to what happened to Juventus, yeah. In, uh, Serie A. Wow, just massive yeah. point deduction point down deduction, to the championship. Yeah. Down to Will it yeah. feel like less of a win for Arsenal if that happens? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, a win's a win. Like, a win's a win, bro. Exactly. And look, the reality I is, love that. He was like, is, no hesitation. If, if we win, you know, the rest of our games, we, we win the league. Exactly. You are in front. It's yeah. not like you were second and yeah. then City lost the title. Yeah, because yeah. well, the way you can look at it, if to be fair, if hypothetically. You know, City get dropped to mid-table, mm. win the rest of their games, come back to like fourth. Yeah. And then Arsenal stay at the top, lose like two games here. You could it's still City fans could be like, oh, we would have won. We would have won. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just get no. them out of the league. Yeah. Just get them out of the that's league. That's right. That's my opinion. Well, it's going to be a great game because Arsenal are playing City on yeah. Thursday morning. That's going to be tasty. And didn't Haaland have a little injury of sorts? He got hooked Do we at know half-time. what's happening there? He got there? hooked at half-time. Oh, I haven't heard any news as to okay. what happened, but he's been a bit off the last couple of yeah. weeks, Haaland. It's funny, when you score that many goals, it's like the moment you don't score, everyone thinks you're off. Um, but we'll watch this space anyway. No one, I'll tell you what, no one will cook more than Jurgen Klopp. Oh. Because you guys, what, you got 99 points in a season and didn't win it against the city that apparently were cheating? Does that hurt yeah. you a little bit? Steven I, in general, slip. am really just not enjoying my football at the moment. Yeah, yeah I know. Just, Most of your teams are just yeah. doing shit. At least in the FC, he's giving you something no, no, to smile no. about. That's why I'm so much more focused on Australian football right now. Yeah, they're Thank giving you, you something. Pat. Yeah. Thank you so much. Three straight best. wins. Exactly right. Yeah. Back up in a good spot. Um, Bayern Munich goalkeeper, but speaking about big fines, Manuel Neuer, said what to be happened? given a £1.4 million. For the skiing? 
Well, the skiing was bad. Oh, is this because he went off skiing? He and went off skiing, didn't ask for leg. permission. Right. Yeah. Which sucks. They had to then go sign Jan Sommer. Now, in the meantime, they've sacked the goalkeeper coach at mm. Bayern Munich, and he's come out and done an interview about it, slamming the club mm. and talking shit. Very similar to what Cristiano Ronaldo did on Manchester United. They haven't kicked so him out. So is he about to move to Saudi? Well, they haven't kicked <laughs> him out yet, but they've signed. They're fined him 1.4 million pounds. How much as a footballer? Like, he oh, were just chilling on a podcast, but when you're doing, <laughs> when you're doing interviews and stuff, does it cross your mind? Like, do you have to like think? Every word you say, are they on top of you? Like, a Sydney FC on top of you? Do they watch all your media stuff and make sure you're not saying anything you shouldn't uh, say? I'll give you an example, actually. Yeah. So, last year in the ACL, yeah. I I was very happy with on a personal level with the ACL. I went there, did very well, played yeah. well. The results yeah. weren't yeah. the greatest. Yeah. yeah. And then, because we were in um, like a COVID bubble. Yeah. And then our flights got delayed for some reasons. So we had uh, like two extra nights before okay. we could leave after the last game. Right. A couple of the boys went out just to, Man. we're not no longer in COVID, COVID protocol. We yeah. can yeah. go out. Sick. Whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Where were you? Vietnam. Oh, he's, he's a decent Ho Chi, nightlife. Ho Chi Minh City. Ho Chi Minh. Yeah. I'd it say would, it's a bit funny. It would pump in Ho Chi Minh, eh? Yeah. Decent. I'd do the same. Um, All right. How was it? Nightlife was unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Like there was this strip of like, just cl like clubs and restaurants and bars. I thought you say strip club. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was just like a, like a, like a, like a one kilometer, two kilometer <laughs> strip. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It was like the main street. Yeah. And then I'm there and I take a video of Woody. Yeah. I'm just like the street. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. Um, wow. Right. And then I get a message from our Dave Warren, our guy. Goes, yeah. Meet him. Yeah, you might want to take this down, mate. We've just lost four out of the six games. Yeah. Yeah. Haven't even won. Yeah. Fans might see this and be a bit cranky. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, no, he's got a point. I just took it down. Okay. But yeah, like like you said, yeah. you got to be careful what you say. Well, you're going to have close friends on Instagram. <laughs> just get, get yourself a little close yeah, friends and just... That, yeah. Exactly right. you yeah. got to sort that Love out. Love the close friends. Even though you do, Kat, you put some wild shit on there. Oh, just don't quite, I'm, I'm, No, you right. put some wild shit on there. I'm fortunate enough to be in Kat's close friends. Um, but you got to... <laughs> You got to be careful. Um, let's go to one of the most amazing love stories in football. Okay. We know about Shakira PK. They were taking too much yeah, limelight. Yeah, that's not an amazing love story well, anymore. They were taking it? too much limelight. So now we have to go back to the Icardis. Right. Because we haven't spoken about the Icardis in quite some time. This Going was the Icardi show for a while. Uh, this was the Icardi show story. at one point. Mario Icardi is actually in fantastic form. Mm. Um, actually, it's a good opportunity to take. I'm going to take this opportunity. I'm wearing a Fenerbahce jersey for anyone that's not watching the pod. Icardi, of course, playing for Galatasaray. Big thoughts from everyone here on the pod. And I know Olan Tech yeah. is stressing. He wanted us to all say this as well. This is from all of us. Our thoughts are out to not only everyone in Turkey and Syria, but anyone who has family in those places. We've got a lot of friends as well. Syrian mm. background, Turkish background. Our thoughts are with them. It's an absolute natural catastrophe of what's happening over there. And uh, everyone, I guess, the whole football community, the whole world stands with them. Talking about Mario Cardi though, he's been playing some fantastic football before this break that's happening now in the Turkish league. Scoring nine goals in 12 games. Wonder... They've broken up again. Mm. Oh, after the, remember she was in a music yeah, yeah. video hooking up with a guy. <laughs> that was the last straw. Apparently, the bad thing about this, right? She's his agent. I don't know if you knew this. Wanda's Mauro's agent. agent. Oh, that's a bit red hot. So this is also <laughs> advice for twenty-year-old player: yeah, yeah. don't ever make your partner your agent. It's just conflict of interest, yeah. right? She's it's good to realize that now. Yeah, at this yeah. Point. Just, you know, thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and I guess don't take your teammate's wife either, which is what he did before that. But yeah, uh, she, she's now going back to Argentina. She was on the Masked Singer. Oh my gosh! <laughs> now she's earned a she's a judge on MasterChef. What does she know about cooking? I don't know. I don't know what she knows about. I mean, I don't want to no, judge a book by its cover, but she doesn't strike these, me as like, most domestic. These media people that are just everywhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's doing that. She gets a gig oh. every time, and I don't know if she's still looking after Mauro's Loves career. It's like when they put like Carl Sanderlands on like everything. X Factor or something. I don't yeah. know what he was on, but what does he know about singing? Exactly. Nothing. You know, it's like yeah, he's on Australian Idol. Yeah, Australian Idol. Yeah, because he as a radio show. Yeah. What does he know about singing? 
Hey, I might get a He gig. just listens to music. That's his qualification. Probably doesn't even listen to it. <laughs> I, I might get a gig at this point. What do you reckon? I should throw my hat no, in you're, there. You're in the running club. There aren't many people in Australian media. I may as well throw my hat in the ring. Um, latest rumour is well coming out. Ange Postacoglu to Liverpool. This is a this is a rumor that surfaced during the week. Yeah, I but who's Scottish in some Scottish papers over there? Because Liverpool are currently tenth in the Premier League. We know about Klopp's seven season yeah. curse. If he walks, who would Liverpool replace him with? Postacoglu's in the ten man shortlist, right? Is what people are saying. Now I ain't mad at that. How big for Ange Postacoglu? Where is the next move? Would you say for him? I would definitely say the Prem. It's got to mm. be the Prem. Yeah, but I wouldn't go and say Liverpool. That's a it's a massive it's big a, task. Second biggest club in England, I think. Right. Second to Man U. Mm. Right. Massive. And I, you know, obviously, like, look at Brendan Rodgers, perfect mm. example. Mm. Went from, where was he, Rangers? Yeah, he was at, he was at Celtic before Celtic, him. Yeah, yeah, he was Celtic. at Celtic. Yeah, went to the Premier And then went he to, went to Leicester. Yeah, exactly. So, so I think that's more I, I, of a yeah, logical that's move. more of a logical I move. agree. Okay. But I we are yeah. also a mid-table club right now. Right. Yeah, you are. No, no, and no, I no, hate but saying that. But it's a big club. But it's it, like it's, six it's club. the big... Would you, say, would you say the same thing about any of the other big six getting Ange? I wouldn't say any of them would get Ange. No. I would feel like it wouldn't make sense. I, I don't I, think I, so. Not to say that he wouldn't do a good job. He'd do a fantastic job wherever he goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I feel like just... You've got to that side. It's almost, with a fan base like that, yeah. they're going to expect a big name. Yeah. 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 I also right. think it's it's what we want to see from Ange in his career. Doing such a good job at Celtics. You don't want to see him... I said Celtics like it's Boston Celtics. <laughs> Celtics. <laughs> Celtic. Yeah. You don't want to see him come in and have a bit of a Lampard situation where you weren't f- qualified enough yeah. for a club of that level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That would be sad. Well, the, the interesting little side story is that his assistant coach at Celtic is Harry Kuehl. So yeah. if he was to move with Harry, it'd be a former Liverpool player coming back, technically, right? That's and the assistant nice. coaching role. So there is a nice story there. Yeah. We do have an Aussie in the Premier League. Harry Suter got another win on the weekend. Great to see Aussies actually playing in the Premier League yeah, again. It had 100%. been a while. For you as a young player, if you look at like ultimate goal, if I say to you, you're yeah. 20 years old, and I know you got your, your head screwed on, you're very humble, and I can say that from just chatting to you, but you're going over yes. to Norway now. Looking at the future though, if I yeah. said to you, what is just what is the dream goal? When you when you go to sleep at night, where do you see yourself, let's say five years? 25-year-old Yazbek, what are you doing? Yeah. What's on your Pinterest board? My Pinterest board, <laughs> yeah. Like, obviously, this is a hard question, I think, because yeah. football's a very... Um, sort of in the moment sort of career you yeah. can't really go there and predict yeah what's going to happen yeah. like if you know six months ago six months ago even if you told me mm. what i'd be doing yeah now yeah you wouldn't have thought i wouldn't have thought anything yeah and it's it's, it's been like that since i've come into the professional scene yeah but speaking off a pinterest board yeah um i'd like to go to the olympics in the next two years i cool. think that'll be a good experience cool. in paris yeah um obviously do well with viking you know yeah. i feel like that's that's a massive thing that's going to propel all of these mm. um, future ambitions mm. and um, hopefully the World Cup in, I think it's in the US. That's the dream, right? Yeah, that's the dream. World Cup yeah. football. And then that just ta- awesome. see where my club football can take me to the yeah. highest level possible. Yeah. But that, like the ultimate goal, I, I like that because I've always thought that as well. Like when you're a young player growing up, like, yeah, you want to play for the best club possible, but the ultimate goal is your country, right? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100%. That has to this be country, it. like Australia's given me everything. Yeah. You know, and when I played the first time for Australia, it was, it was Asian Cup qualifier with the Oli Roos. Right. And like I'm not an emotional person at mm. all. I'm very mm. like calm, chill, black and white. Yeah. And then when the national anthem came on, you felt like, it. I felt. I was Aww. like, holy shit! Yeah, this that's is amazing. awesome. Like I want to experience this all the time. Yeah. I just want to play for Australia all the time. That's amazing. So yeah, that's awesome. That's well, one thing that's sort of. My question too is: so your your parents are Lebanese, right? Yeah. So how? I mean, I'm half Lebanese. I know that in terms of a national team, we've never really had. 
a whole lot to look up to <laughs> in that. Nothing. They're getting better. They're getting better. They're getting better. They're getting better. Maybe, the you know, 10 in Asia yeah, this time. Exactly. Yeah, with more, with more spots for Asian teams, maybe one day we'll maybe. see Lebanon in the World Cup. Yeah. But yeah. just talk, talk. I'm just interested with growing up with Lebanese parents and how football kind of came into that. Because personally, I feel like football never really played a very big impact in my upbringing because it was just not a sport that that they would talk about yeah. right yeah so i'm i'm on that side with my mum's family yeah mm. i think my mum's family aren't really in touch with football as much but yeah. my dad he, like he's obsessed with it right yeah. um and you know i was surprised i went to lebanon in 2010 i've been there a couple of times went in there to 2010 during the world cup mm. um one in south africa and the culture there was just unbelievable they just pick a side yeah because realistically there's I don't think Lebanon have ever been in a no, World Cup. They've at never. All. Yeah. So yeah. you know the the community is just so used to just picking a team yeah. and just going picking a country and going for it. So yeah. my sort of passed down country is Germany. My dad supported okay. Germany. Right. He's Interesting. Dad, yeah. So like I, when the World Cup's on, I'm obviously with Australia. And if Australia don't do well, Germany's the team. Germany's the team for wow. me. And then I have my cousins who like Brazil. Right. And then you know you walk the streets and there's people like these random lebos just walking the streets yeah. in Spain, full of Spain jerseys. But they're like they're Spain for life. But like Spain it's for like life. They yeah, they're Spain for life. The right. family it wow. follows through. Yeah, that's yeah, cool, man. Yeah. I like that. I'm that's more awesome. Lebanese than I thought. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. you're Spain, right? Yeah, I've always picked Spain. Yeah, yeah. there's How actually funny. a ma- It's Spain and Brazil, I'd say the two. Well, I know things. there's a lot. Of, there's a huge Lebanese community in Brazil as well. There is. There's more Lebanese. Um, people like gener- generational Lebanese people in Brazil than there is in Lebanon wow. yeah I've got more yeah. relatives like that have lived in Brazil yep. or like buried in Brazil really? which yeah. I know sounds really morbid but like right. just generations yeah, yeah, yeah. than in Lebanon you know because right. there yeah. was there was a massive civil war in Lebanon yeah, during yeah. like you know I think it was the early 1990s right yeah. and um maybe a bit early yeah, yeah something like that anyways that, yeah. so a lot of them fled like my dad was one who fled and my mum fled Came here. a lot younger. No, my, my dad went to the US. Oh, he went to the US. Yeah, he lived there for like okay. 10 years. Right. And he ended up here. So. Yeah, awesome. But yeah, a lot of them fled. And wow. Brazil, um, you know, geographically, yeah. it's a very similar kind of country, Lebanon. Okay. Quick incline. Yeah. Coastal. Yeah. Mountains. Makes sense. Not yeah. too expensive. Right. Yeah. So. And that's how, speaking of Shakira, which is Colombian Lebanese. Yeah. So her family yeah. would have done that. Would have gone I'd, to I'd Colombia. say Most this likely, probably yeah. something yeah. to do I've got family that. like, very distant family in Argentina. Yeah, brilliant. Somehow, I don't know how. Yeah, good. Yeah, same Venezuela, Argentina. There like you you've got family kind of everywhere. Was that you've been to Lebanon? I actually have not been there. You've not been. My dad was born there, and he he's not even been back. You got to hit. The t- I've heard Beirut. I know. I need to I've go. I've heard Beirut. Some of the best nightlife in the world. So I've heard the I mean, same. You haven't been over eighteen to Lebanon. Have yeah, you? Oh, you have. Yeah. It's good kind time. of died down a bit. It's a massive be, financial crisis yeah. going on. Oh, well, I would, that's the thing is I had actually yeah. booked a trip to go last year and yeah. then things just weren't in a great state. Yeah. So I right. opted not to go, but it's on the list. Damn. Yeah. Well, speaking of... I like that this turned into a bit of yeah, a... Yeah, it's in Lebanon chat. Why not? <laughs> Hopefully they do make a World Cup. As you said, eight countries from yeah. Asia are going to make the next World Cup, which is the most ever. Never Lebanon know. were in the final 10 qualifying for 2022 yeah. so they're, they're in with a chance yeah. now. It would be absolute <laughs> scenes here in Australia if Lebanon do make it. Amazing. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Canada at the moment. Did you see yeah. the next World Cup is there? Big problems in the women's game. Yeah, right? I was I was wondering if we were going to talk about. Well, let's this. chat about it. The yeah. Big problems in the women's game. For those of you who don't know, now the Canadian men's coach who's done a fantastic job mm. was the previous women's coach. So this makes this story even more bizarre. Yeah. So that apparently the funding that they've had to spend, the amount of money they've had to spend on hosting the World Cup in 26, that takes some budget cuts out of the women in preparation for this year's World yeah. Cup. This is there's still a real, there's Canada. a lot of financial turmoil and a lot of lack of transparency i think because i read something like the football club like the soccer team the national soccer team has made 33 33.1 million in rev yeah but their expenses were like 28 million okay 
So of what was left, um, the Canada Soccer is run by Canada Soccer Business. Okay. Which is like an external organization that looks after Sounds dodgy. them. It's it's not from within. Sounds dodgy. It's like this thing that they signed yeah. a couple of years ago to say, you know, we'll help kind of establish the sure. the squads. Which yeah. we know Canada was doing a really good job for a while of I mean, being kind of ahead of the game. Yeah, gold medal winners in the women's. Yeah. Yeah. But at without the players making a whole lot of money out of that. Right. And the issue is I think and I'm no, no expert on this. I've tried to understand it, but mm. I'm pretty sure the issue is that in all of their contractual stuff, they never decided what they would do with World Cup winnings and that kind of money. Okay, so, so they don't have like our agreement in Australia or no. the US agreement. They're just like no. free for all over there. So Canada Soccer Business, this right. company right. that kind of manages the finances are the right. ones benefiting from that Dang. because that's a bit of a loophole. Shit. I might be a little wrong on specifics, but right. the, the takeout is that the players aren't making much money okay. off being a part of the national football team. Right. That's male and female, but yeah. the biggest issue is the women's team right now. Preparing for the World Cup. Right, and them right. kind of boycotting. But then, and they're in our group. Yeah, they're in yeah, our group. And national right. and the, um, the the football team, Christine Sinclair is the captain. She came right. out and said... She played about a thousand games. Yeah, we, <laughs> were, we wanted to kind of boycott, but right. they're going to take legal action... Yeah, we're not going to do that. We don't want to, you know, uh, sacrifice the game. It's, yeah. it's there for the fans. So they're Damn. going to play. Sounds messy. But anyway. Sounds very messy. Probably good for Australia. I don't want to be that guy, but probably good for the Matildas that just they're in that turmoil. It's just one of those frustrations just from, even from a women's football perspective yeah. is for every country that's taking a step forward, we yeah, see you've got steps backwards step as back. well. Well, I mean, the World Cup will be massive, hopefully a massive step forward for the entire world of women's football. Mm. Last one I wanted to get in here. I know, Patty, you're, you're an athlete and this is, I, I can back Patty here because we were having a few drinks going into the show and Patty's like, I'm just going to stick to water. And I'm like, that's yeah. why you're an athlete. Me and Kat are both failed footballers because we're drinking here on the pod. Um, but how about this one from Venezia, a player from Venezia, right? Yol Ponpalo. Ponpalo's his name. He came off at half time. He was subbed at half time, two assists in the first half. In the second half, he was seen sinking a couple beers on the sideline with the fans. Was he? This is Serie B football in Italy. It's that's it's nothing to sneeze at. B for beer? You got there you go. We've also heard stories so about Diego Costa. Diego Costa used to finish a game for Chelsea. Every win he'd have a beer in the change room. Any of the boys you've played with that just have this culture, you're like, how are you a professional athlete? Like I've played with guys who they can smoke, they can drink, and they can run 90 minutes. And yeah. I'm like, I don't know how you manage to do that. Have you ever played with those players? You don't have to name them. Yeah, like I've played with boys. I have played with boys, play with boys now and heard of boys yeah. who, you know, do go out yeah. often. And they can go out and I've heard of players who run. smoke a pack a day. Yeah. Play. Um, it's crazy. That blows but my mind. The old Aaron Moy diet. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But, you know, I think at the end of the day, it comes down to the individual. Yeah. Because, like, everyone's, it's, it sounds really cliche, everyone's bodies are so different. Yeah. Like, for me, yeah. I've had an experience where we we played a game, I went out, yeah, came back, got injured. Yeah. Okay. And I did it again. I didn't, like, obviously I was upset, yeah. missed out a couple of weeks, did it again. Right. And I'm, I'm thinking, sitting there looking at these boys, I'm like, how do they do it? How do they do yeah. it? Did it again, yeah. got injured. So this, like this, the day after tra- the, the first day back at training right so for me I can't, I, I can't if we have a busy very busy schedule don't have a day off the next day I've got yeah. to come in yeah. there's no chance in the world yeah. I'm going out or doing anything That's probably but some boys day. can do it and yeah. rock up the training and be, be the best players on the pitch it's don't insane know. yeah it's insane so, yeah. I played with a player that, to be fair the technique of this table right but love him to <laughs> love him to bits but he was so fit and no matter what he did to his body he was so fit and he just yeah. would push it and we're like bro like we got a game tomorrow this is MPL like we got a game tomorrow right yeah. you probably shouldn't like write yourself off he'd go out like rave until the morning right and one day we had a game 
And he's like, he pushed it too hard. He, I don't even know if he slept. And he came and he played and he was running down the wing. And he stopped, hands on knees, and he threw up on the pitch. This is an MPL one match, right? Hands on knees, threw up on the pitch. And I think at that point, he realized he had a bit of a problem. Uh, oh he doesn't play in the MPL goodness. anymore. No, he's, uh, he's a plumber now. <laughs> there you go. There's a lesson for you kids listening at home. It's a big week for us because, as you said, Arsenal is playing City. It's a big game for you guys. Also big because the Champions League's back, Kat. We've got a few questions coming in. Caleb Boyer, predictions for this week's Champions League games. I'm going to get some from both of you. PSG Bayern. How do you see that one going, Paddy? Bayern are looking good at the moment. Yeah. I'm a big Bayern supporter. Okay. Growing up. Right. Rising with the whole Germany. With the yeah, German I was going to ask. Um, uh, who's home team? PSG at home. PSG will In Paris. PSG will win? Yeah. Yeah? And they had a big Messi loss. Messi and Mbappe. Yeah. yeah they, they had a big loss. They had a big loss on the weekend because Messi and Mbappe didn't play. Mm. So, Great I think resting. probably resting for this game. Yeah, if they play, PSG will win. Yeah. Yeah, I think Messi will play. Mbappe's got a bit of an injury cloud around mm. him, so that'll be interesting to see. Bayern are just so good when it comes to Europe. Did you see Milan? videos of Mane speaking German? No, has he learned yeah, it? Yeah, he's, he's learned it, it. Well, he's learning it. No, he's forgot, I love he's it. forgotten about you guys. I know. He doesn't give a shit about I Liverpool haven't anymore. forgotten about him. He's forgotten about you guys. <laughs> AC Milan, Tottenham, Cat. Who's winning that? Oh, AC Milan. You think I don't so? know. I just don't want the Spurs to win. Yeah, anything. I agree. With you. I agree with you there, but I just think Antonio Conte could have something up his sleeve. He's a cheeky bugger. Club Rouge take on Benfica. Um, look, you might be a Bruce fan, a Benfica fan, but you'd also be forgiven if you skipped over that one. No, it's it's a decent game. It's a decent game, Cat. Is it the timing? It's a decent game there, but it's on at the same time as Dortmund Chelsea. Right. Which one you'd be watching, Paddy? Dortmund Chelsea. Dortmund Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right, you'd be watching that same. one. Who's winning that? I reckon Dortmund. Yeah, Chelsea. I think Chelsea just have a lot of new players. Just shambles at the moment. Yeah, I feel like they're still trying to figure themselves out as, you know, as, yeah. a, as a club that's rebuilding. So yeah. I think Dortmund will. Yeah. And they left Aubameyang out of their Champions League squad as well. That would agree with Paddy. Yeah, exactly, as they should. <laughs> on track, Frankfurt, Napoli. We'd love to see Napoli. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're flying. They're I'm so flying. on the Napoli train. Yeah. And the last one, here's one for you, Kat. Because I smell something happening here. Liverpool, Real Madrid at Anfield. I it's, smell something. It's a lot of PTSD, yeah. first of all. Yeah. Um, Real Madrid are just so good at Champions League football. And they're just so good right now. Wouldn't this be just like... But we... It, but the morale of the club... Yeah. If we were to somehow do this, yeah. it would be fantastic. Yeah. And if it's going to happen anywhere, it's at Anfield. That's what I mean. And it's yeah. like, you can finish 12th this season. But if you knock Real Madrid out of the Champions League, oh, you yeah. save something there, right? I'm waking up for that. Yeah. Any chance? You give them a chance. I feel like, especially with the nature of Liverpool's Premier League season at the yeah. moment, I feel like Champions League is what's, what's keeping yeah. them going. Why not? Just yeah. give your all. So I think. But probably bar Barcelona at the moment, Madrid are probably the best club in the world. Yeah, yeah. In any competition. I, so. I find that hard to disagree with. Yeah. So. Yeah. so it'll be so, an interesting you know. game. It'll just be a lot of prayers. Well, this is why we love the Champions League because the football is absolutely brilliant. A couple quick questions I'm going to fly through here. Aristamakos said, whoever, this isn't a question, whoever runs a Twitter account needs a pay rise. He's taking no shit. He is taking no shit. I'm not going to tell you. I can't reveal his name. It's not producer Shabs. It's no one on the couch. Someone else runs the Twitter account. Mm. And I will pass that on to him. He'll be very happy to hear that you guys like that because he has been ripping into everyone on Twitter. So credit to him. Uh, Crispy04, big fan of the show. Club World Cup should change the format. They are changing the format, Crispy. In 2025, they're going to 32 teams. Real Madrid just won it on the weekend. Mm. Is that a major trophy for you, the Club World Cup? Do you count it? Liverpool won it no, not long ago. No, you, but if, you, if, you if your team's it? in it, you're going to watch it, Do you care it, about right? it, the Club World Cup? doesn't mean much. If it's your club, yeah, of course you care about yeah, it. Yeah, if it's not, though. If it's not your club, it's like... It's you, a Mickey Mouse trophy. Especially it's your, like, if you're a European club in yeah. the what, Club World Cup. Agreed. Yeah. If you're not winning that thing, what are you doing? Exactly. So, right? True. So the pressure's too much. Very hey, true. If you're a European club, you're expected to it, do it. 
in theory, it's a great concept. Yeah. Because yeah, it's everything it that we love, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. it will get good. I'm telling you, in a couple of years' time, when they go to 32 teams and you get like four or five from Europe, a few from South Africa. So, how do they decide like, which four or five? They haven't decided it yet, right? So, it's either they're going to do like, let's say, the semi finalists of the Champions League, yeah. or they're going to do it every few years and be like the four winners of the Champions uh, League right. and only have it, not have it every right. year, you know? So, they're still deciding that. Either way, I think it'll be awesome. Yeah, I, think yeah. it's yeah. A, I think it's a good change for it because every year it gets a bit boring. But if it was every four years on a year that there's no international, you, you yeah, in. it's giving us what we want from the World Cup, which is all the best players. Exactly. But exactly. we're getting the quality of club football. Exactly. It'll be pretty sick. Um, last thing I do want to say, because there's a question for you on Christian. First, are you Ronaldo or Messi, man? Messi. Well, you're wearing Messi the Messi shirt. shirt. I was yeah. like, really? Right. Because they've, they've written in here lot, lots of support for Cristiano Ronaldo this week, who bagged three or four on the weekend. I think he bagged, he bagged four, didn't he? He's already ninth in the Golden Boot rankings. He joined halfway through the season, right? He's, he's climbing up those rankings with his four goals on the weekends. For you... As a player mm. looking at it right that you've now got so much ambition and you're picking right moves for your career. Looking at Ronaldo at that end of his career, securing the bag, two hundred million a year going to Saudi Arabia. Do you have any respect for that move? Hundred percent. Oh, you do, right? <laughs> you can relate to him in that room. Anyone I cannot if anyone ever says that they wouldn't, they take, wouldn't it? take that, yeah. they're lying. <laughs> okay, <laughs> there we go. I, I don't even know if I can count how many zeros are on that, yeah. that paycheck. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Okay. He's he's an icon, he's yeah. established himself. Yeah. He's Nothing got to nothing prove, to mate. prove. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. Pr proven himself. Yeah. Why not? Oh, why not? Honestly. Wouldn't it be good if we get an alien club against him in the ACL? <laughs> that would be... <laughs> then you'd be kicking yourself, yeah. That's I mean, actually... Imagine Sydney FC playing him next season. In the, I never thought about it and I'm excited about the potential for that. Could have him here. Could, could have him here on home soil. I, don't, awesome. I, don't, I think it'd be a hard thing. Yeah. Oh, actually, maybe not. Because I know they do like they're East on different and sides. West. You'd, yeah. have to, you'd have to meet them in the knockout. Yeah. It'd be pretty tough. Yeah. The Asian teams are good. Yeah, mm. yeah, they are very, very good, as you guys, mm. as you guys understood. But we'd love to see our Aussie yeah. teams going a little bit further. They have, of course, done it before. Western yeah, Sydney, Adelaide yeah. got to a final as well. Yeah, yeah, they did back in the day, probably yeah. before your time. Maybe yeah. You would have been a little late. What year were you born? Oh two. Oh two. I think that was oh eight that Adelaide made the final. Maybe yeah. I was, I was not really yeah. aware of. Yeah. Oh two, Kat. How does that make yeah. you feel? <laughs> well, two thousand and two. I, I started school in two thousand and two. I remember. I remember 2002. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. I have memories 2002 of 2002. World Cup. Do you remember 2002 World Cup? No, not Korea, really. No. I think, and I, once again, I'm not really from a football family. So it yeah. wasn't until I was old enough to kind of watch it myself. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, O2, I it's have amazing. good memories. That's I was amazing. in year two. Well, tell you what, a lot of people listening to the pod, 20 years of age, on his way to conquer Europe as well, Paddy Yesbeck. Best of luck with your move, mate. Thanks. Enjoy the last week of training and hopefully you're yeah. going gonna to be playing because you came off the bench on the weekend. Are you going to play a bit of a cameo in this last game, yeah, do you reckon? Yeah, yeah. well, I'd assume so. If I'm safe, hopefully, Dutchwood, stay fit to the definitely. <laughs> till definitely. Saturday. Definitely, stay <laughs> yeah, fit. Yeah, I hope so. Have a good send-off. Hopefully we can get the three points. And Amazing. Then, and then straight to Marbella. Yeah, straight to my bow. For yeah. preseason. Preseason. How good is that? That tan's gonna be very good. The tan's yeah. gonna be good, mate. No, it's already pretty good at the moment. I no, that's what I mean. Happy. Yeah, yeah. If this yeah. is where how you're starting. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm gonna end up really white by the time I get back. Yeah, <laughs> oh you will, bro. You're not Joel King actually is really white at the moment. Yeah. Just come back from Denmark. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Massive, bro. We look forward to it. everyone. Make sure you're following Paddy Yazbek and his journey over there in Norway. Find him on all his socials and that. We're keen to see how you guys get on. Three Aussies right. play for Vikings. So if you don't have a team in Norway, which I'd be surprised if you do, mm. if you don't have a team in Norway, you <laughs> should be you. adopting on the Viking. Viking FK. That's the team to support. Thanks so much for joining us, Kat. As always, thank you very much. And we've got a special episode coming up as well later this week with our good friend Nick Stab, who's going to be joining yeah. us for the a unofficial bit of member of Born the Offside. unofficial <laughs> member of Born Offside. So until then, guys, make sure you subscribe to the pod, follow us on everything you follow on. And we'll see you next week. Bye, guys.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.